listening to Faith FM. Welcome to Called by the Lord. In 2 Timothy 1 verse 9, it says, God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His purpose and grace, given through Jesus before the world began. We're here today with Pastor Demir Posevac. Nice to have you here, Demir. Oh, thank you for your invitation. Nice to see you as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic that you can come in and have a chat with us. So can you tell us just a little bit about yourself to get started? My background is a little bit unusual because I'm ethnic pastor here in Australia from 1994. I was invited here for Croatian churches. I spent 10 years in Sydney and now 10 years in Melbourne. And it's my privilege to work as well a little bit beside with radio programs. That's my extra work on SBS radio. And that gives me so many privileges as well. Yeah, fantastic. So, has radio always been one of your passions? Uh, radio is the special moment if we go a little bit back, let's say 25 years to Croatia, because many listeners probably don't know that uh, former Yugoslavia had some kind of uh, pretty tough approach to religious. And as a Protestants, uh, not too big number of Protestants in former Yugoslavia, we couldn't uh, go and make outreach programs and be free to preach and share the gospel. Mm. And um, when independence came, when former Yugoslavia disappeared from the map and Croatia became independent, uh, the things changed rapidly. And that was the time when the church realized that we should go and make some kind of uh, new uh, professionals like journalists, mm. we started to organize very popular radio program thoughts from the Bible. Mm. And that was my beginning as a journalist. Oh, very cool. Mm. So is that something that you've always wanted to do or is it what, what helped it click for you? Probably because of that blockage in communism, uh, we always wanted to go out of the church and just, um, you know, approach people somewhere publicly. Mm. And when that happened, of course, that was a big challenge. And our radio programs were very successful around Croatia on many, many radio stations in that time. Mm. So stepping back a little bit before that then, how do you feel? How did you get to know about God? Oh, that's uh, probably uh, the family, yep. first of all. It's unusual as well because my grandparents uh, been Adventists, but not my father, who was the part of that family. My mother became Adventist when she was married with my father. And somehow that's the root of, of my church life. I was born in beautiful city of Osijek, and there is a very active 200 members church and I was growing up there and was very active with many programs at the church and my desire was to to do something more not just to be as a member there and that happened in my army or let's say better in the navy because when I was serving the navy uh, I had a friend who spent uh, the most time with me together there and we started to chat a little bit one night uh, looking at the stars <laughs> and I was talking something about Orion and he was so patient to listen, you know, and he <laughs> says so he, he had so many questions and that was the story, how it started. Of course, it finished with a great baptism and, and mm. my experience that I can maybe continue not only in the army <laughs> or in the navy <laughs> later on and I went to our college and studied theology and that was my beginning. Oh, very cool. So there's a theology college in Croatia? Or? Yes, yes, it has been there for more than 35 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's actually really cool, the amount of different educational places we have around the yeah. world. 
Uh, the, really, Europe, really the Europe is a very, very special place mm. where uh, the history can bring so many memories about our schools, colleges and uh, church activities. Mm. So what led you to come to Australia then? Yeah, that call for ethnic church, Croatian church in Sydney was a pretty big challenge for us as a young family with three kids. And my wife uh, spent time at college as well. She studied theology and that was a probably good uh, opportunity <laughs> to move a little bit forward because we couldn't uh, go to Newball College in England because of circumstances and uh, Australia was another challenge and maybe opportunity and we just accepted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm very happy that I live in Australia. Um, definitely love the weather and the beaches and everything here. Yeah, to experience two cities like uh, Sydney and Melbourne mm. with so many differences and uh, some kind of uh, climate yeah, <laughs> feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can imagine beautiful weather in Sydney and very bad weather here in Melbourne, <laughs> but beautiful city of Melbourne. Yeah, oh, for sure. So how did you, or rather I should ask, so what church are you at at the moment? Uh, my journey here as a Minister of Religion in Australia uh, was not only to take care about ethnic churches. Yeah. After five years in um, Dundas Church, ethnic uh, church, creation church in Sydney, uh, I made the decision to accept the call and, and I went back to Croatia, to oh, wow. our Adriatic Union. But after three years, my family still had some good memories about Australia and we <laughs> made the decision to move independent back to Australia. I was waiting two years on standby for some positions and then Tasmanian Conference invited me there. And I was a chaplain at our college at Pingvin, beautiful <laughs> town on the northern west Tasmania. And I was a church pastor for two churches, the Emperor and Alverston. That was a special journey with Australian churches uh, from 2004 to 2007. But then Croatian Church from Melbourne again invited me here and I couldn't uh, resist and I just <laughs> accepted the call. And now I've been here with Croatian churches and uh, with Macedonian and I had some other Australian churches, Gisborne as well. Mm, very cool. Well, you've probably seen more of Australia than a lot of Australians have. Yeah, that triangle. I'm so happy that I experienced Tasmania because it's a paradise. People people don't know about Tasmania enough. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a really special island. And uh, if you can visit Tassie, you just go there and you'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my wife's been there, but I haven't been there yet. So you'll have to recommend me some good places to go. Ah, oh, there are plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you see... God working right now? I know that's probably a little bit off track from where we're going, but it's an important question to ask. It does, it does, especially in Australia when you listen to the news just a week ago that uh, atheism is growing and there are so many people who don't even believe in God and who mm. are very secular. At this kind of uh, circumstances, we should uh, ask ourselves, where are we? Uh, as a Christians generally, not only as uh, some domination, because uh, that's a general um, question for many of us here in this beautiful country. Uh, we are so comfortable and probably because of that religion is somewhere there and mm. we are just trying to approach where is it. Uh, when you are at the church, you feel good because uh, all people who are there feel very similar like you and all of us worshiping God and that's great. But when you step out of the church, when you walk around those beautiful cities in Australia and in countrysides, whatever, it's it's the question, where are they going? What are they doing? Mm. Uh, what would be with their 
Christian life or spiritual life or how people approach that question. And yeah, we are trying to find uh, some programs and some bridges and some uh, ways to, to, to go and make that outreach program uh, acceptable for people who are secular. Mm. And it's not easy. There are so many challenges and radio is one of them. Media, yeah. of course, internet uh, and so many others. But personal approach is still the most important because people are not that close to each another like they used to be. Mm. And people uh, like when, when you listen to them. And yeah. that, that's the radio, <laughs> for example. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in that relationship on one-on-one or, or in the group, that's so important that we are ready to listen to the others because there are so many things to share. And then you are touching a little bit step-by-step step, the spiritual questions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can sort of see even in the past 10 or 20 years that the way we work and reach out to people has really changed from the big, you know, tele-evangelists trying to reach hundreds of thousands of people yes. at the same time to really being more mm. about that personal connection. And I think that's representative of the sort of connection God wants to have with us. That's right. Mm. Yeah. We're going to take a little break here. You're listening to Called by the Lord on Faith FM. We're chatting with Pastor Demir Posavak, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Called by the Lord. You're listening to Faith FM, and we're currently having a conversation with Pastor Demir Posavac. And Demir, I'd love to ask you just quickly, what's your favorite Bible story or book or verse? Because I think everybody has one, yeah, and it's always so, interesting to find There are so many stories, but I'm not going to mention the story. I would like to concentrate on the text. Um, if you open the Bible in the middle, you can come to a very popular psalms, <laughs> poems, uh, songs, so many wise texts there. And uh, one of them is a pretty big challenge for myself personally, but uh, I try as a church pastor to mention that uh, almost every quarter uh, when we have a Holy, Holy Communion, because the, the Psalm 103, 103 uh, has few verses in the beginning which would be probably a challenge for all of us in our personal uh, spiritual life. It says, let all that I am praise the Lord with my whole heart. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the ground things or good things he does for me and we've been experiencing so many things you are a young man and you have already so many uh, your testimonies of yeah, course yeah. And when we go back and when we turn a little bit to the past and we when we activate our memories there are so many things when when your personal testimony is saying that what you are talking about now is not just a story. Mm. It's not just a theory or some philosophy. It's something from your life. And uh, Psalmist goes a little bit further. He says that God uh, forgives all my sins and heals all my disease. He redeemed me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things and so on. That's some kind of uh, approach to God when you feel good and thankful what He has done for you. Yeah, yeah. And that's always just trying to to remind you, hey, look a little bit back. Don't just think about the future. Mm. Future is okay. Will be somehow. But look at back, and you have the ground where you can put your. Uh, faith and and your encouragement because mm. God already has done so many things for you and that's uh, my favorite text mm. for my churches and for myself for my family and I always try to mention that in some ways in front of my members yeah I always I always like to think that God put the Psalms in the middle of the Bible for a reason because you know when everyone picks up a Bible they just kind of open it, and yes. it often falls to Psalms and that's the book from the Old Testament which uh, would be very uh, understandable it's easy to read it's easy mm. to accept it's easy to you know put yourself in that shoes and, and understand the messages and it's a good of course New Testament is the most important and there is uh, the news of uh, our Savior Jesus Christ but uh, yeah if you go a little bit back to the Old Testament Psalms can takes us um, take us as well back to God yeah because the writer of Psalms was a real person like he yeah. was King David was a very human person i yes, think with so many mistakes in so his many life mistakes and uh, <laughs> yeah that's a great a great story for us as well mm. yeah well thank you for sharing that with us to me i really appreciate it and um i'd encourage you who's listening to check out the book of psalms particularly was that 103 or 101 103 <laughs> 103 good well, check out 101 as well but 103 is the the more important one here so to me what's something that we 
um, Faith FM, our listeners, what's something we can pray for you about? Well, uh, the challenge of uh, ethnic church is still pretty complicated in mm-hmm. Australia. We have so many freedoms and stuff to share in creation community, uh, the gospel, but it's not always easy because there are some other backgrounds, you know, that uh, Croatians are 90% uh, Catholics mm. and they they are very traditional and they, they respect their religion. And when you try to, to, to talk to them or to express something from, from your angle of Christianity, that's not easy. You should mm. be very careful. And my, my favorite way is to just remind them that we are so close because something happened in the heart of Catholic Church and Protestantism didn't come from somewhere from US or from the other side of the world. It's just from the Catholic Church. The mm. Catholic priest protested. And I take them back to 16th, 17th centuries and I give them some details about Luther and the other priests and they can see, oh, wow, yeah, that's the same route. We mm. are brothers and sisters and there, there yeah, are no yeah. too many differences when you go to the past. Yeah, and that's that's the reason we should pray and, and ask God how to approach our friends, not only in that Catholic circumstances or, or environment, but mm. uh, we have so many others in Australia because it's interdenominational country and and it's not easy always to to find the ways how to talk about religion mm. with some others but yeah we should pray to god and ask for for that kind of uh, yeah. flexibility to 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 start that conversations with mm. the others yeah i think like you were saying before with the census data that came out a couple of weeks ago saying that australia is becoming an increasingly a country that doesn't believe in God, or at least says on the census that yeah, it, yeah. If, if we take God. that statistics from several years back, that uh, Australia lost uh, uh, ten million Christians in the last 50, 50 years. Lost. Uh, it's probably not the right verb, <laughs> but uh, people don't go to church like they used to go. Mm. And if if you consider that this is a half of the country and now that new statistic of course this is uh, some topic for for discussion and consideration of all churches and people who lead uh, their denominations and mm. churches and it's 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 a question of the future where are we going because the modern marriage lasts only for 12 years mm. and uh, you have weekly 110 suicides in Australia and there are so many circumstances saying hey okay the the society could be secular people have freedom to make their choice but still the the foundations are showing that if we don't follow that we have so many consequences and circumstances yeah. which are not good Mm. Yeah, I really see that as well. And I think for me, believing in Jesus and what he's done for me is something that gives me a lot of joy and happiness. And so I don't have to worry about the future. And Yeah, you have direction. You know where you're heading. Yeah. You have expectations. You have hope. It's completely mm. different than people without that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Jesus places so much value on you, yes, you know, that you can hold that within yourself. So, yeah, we'll we'd definitely love to pray for you and mm. um, just pray that, that your Croatian community and then all of the Australian community really is just open to Jesus working in their hearts. Yes. Hmm. Okay, so to finish up, tell me, as you're from Croatia, 
I haven't been to Croatia. <laughs> it's a pity. Unfortunately. <laughs> I know, I know. But it's, it should be on your list. <laughs> oh, definitely. I, I have been to a couple of Eastern European countries oh, okay. and they were my favorite part of Europe. What can you tell us about Croatia that's your favorite thing? Uh, first thing... Uh, which or about Croatia. Yeah, which I always mention to others here in Australia is, I say them, look, Croatia is just opposite side of Italy. The same Adriatic Sea. <laughs> it's a beautiful uh, Adriatic coast with 1100 islands uh, something similar like uh, Greece and they now start to think ah that's something oh wow we should see (laughs) that and then I mentioned that 110,000 Australians go yearly to Croatia Mm. oh sailing uh, you know and other stuff (laughs) activities then yeah that's that's a challenge plus we have now finally direct flight from Melbourne and Sydney as well to Croatia Emirates and Qatar Airways are going from those cities and it's only 18, 19 hours, only <laughs> 18, 19 hours. But that, that, that's probably positive uh, as mm. well for people who are looking forward and would like to visit this beautiful country. We have that coastal area, Adriatic, and we have inland area as well, continental. Mm. And it's a little bit different, uh, different food in continental, different uh, climate. It's a little bit cold there and winter seasons. But on Adriatic is always nice and, and mm. beautiful weather and it, it's worth it to visit because <laughs> Croatia is the challenge for Australians. Is it is it like every other coastline in Europe that when you have summer it's just flooded with Germans? Uh, well, he, he, <laughs> as I know from some testimonies from uh, Croatia, Australians uh, like that because of islands, because of cruising, because of sailing, mm. and because of uh, wine. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Not really a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. All right. Well, we definitely encourage you, if you're listening, to put Croatia on your bucket list. I know it's definitely going on mine. Demir, thank you so much for coming in and having a chat with us today and and sharing about your journey, your favorite Bible verses, and a little bit about yourself. We really appreciate it. Thank you, and may God bless all of our listeners. Mm. You've been listening to Called by the Lord on Faith FM. We hope you'll join us next time. Mm.